welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. This is episode number 70. Today is March 29th, 2020, and uh, we're starting a little bit later than normal. I really Usually, I have like a really clever, funny thing that I want to say after I give the date and time. Usually, I try to interact with you to get you to talk before I introduce you because I think that's funny, but this time, I, I panicked and didn't have anything, so I'm just going to welcome the host, the other host of the podcast, Lindsay. How are you doing today, Lindsay? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, it's day, what day is this? This is day number um, 12 of isolation for me, except I've gone to the store three times. I scored some sweet, sweet toilet paper yesterday. Very happy. Yeah, that, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. Time. I think that once you go out and come back in, you have to restart your countdown, don't you? Really? Or your know, I've, gone, up? I've gone um, to the grocery store three times in those 12 days because I keep running out of Pepsi and Reese's eggs. And, um, and I've, I've gone to the, my favorite sub place. I went there on Friday and then I went to the mom's cause I needed a haircut really bad, uh, last Saturday. Other than that, I haven't gone anywhere else. You think that that's doesn't count as isolation? No, it doesn't. Isolation is when you stay home. All right. So I'm on day one of isolation. <laughs> you and me both brother, you and me both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's it's, what's it like for you? This is weird. It's weird because I don't go anywhere anyway, but yet I'm not going anywhere. So it's strange. I don't know why. Um, it's, it's weird for me, but it's not too bad because, um, you know, Kian and I are staying here and then my friend Anna down the street, her and her three kids, they stay home all the time. So it, it's kind of like we have this uh, little bubble between the two houses. So it's not like I'm here, you know, just Kian and I, every single day we hang out with Anna and her kids. Um, so we're not totally lonely and bored, you know, do they, do they hang out with anyone else? No. See, that's good. That's yeah, good because so, yeah, we're, we're keeping our bubble very, very, very small because Kian has asthma and then her youngest one also has asthma. And so we want to make sure that, um, they don't, they don't get the Rona. It'll oh, be bad nice. for them. Is that how the cool kids say it? Yeah. The Rona, the young kids. The, the young whippersnappers. Like um, I don't really hang out with anyone. So every most of my friends are online. So um, or can be or can or can be texted. I mean, I've had a lot of texting with like, you know, Sean and Bill and Tim and yeah and, and others that I text with. And um, but so it's weird though, is because like on Saturdays I would go to Chick Fil A, and while I didn't really, I would talk to the the ninety five year old guy that worked at Chick Fil A you know, I'd say hi to him. And then there are a couple of the managers. I know them. Uh, remember, uh, what was his name? Oh, shoot. I was going to say his name, Tim. Oh no. And I can't remember his name now. Um, he works at that Chick-fil-A. So I would see him. He went to Newton Falls with oh. us. Uh, Tim. Oh, it's oh, now I'm crazy. curious. Yeah. Um, what, what, next time it's time for your, you to talk, I'll go look for him on Facebook and see if I can find him. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm not doing those things, which it's like, that was my outdoor activities like I don't bowl right now and I don't um but I don't go to Chick-fil-A sometimes I would go to Hothead Burrito on Sundays and I'm not doing that but yeah. that's really the I mean I'm not going to work I think it's the fact that I'm not driving I think that's what it is I think I wrote in the email that I put out this morning that I just want to get in my car and drive somewhere like I like yesterday I literally thought about getting in my car and driving to my work which is 60 60 miles away and then just passing it and driving home just to drive somewhere to listen to podcasts so in my weird. car. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't go cause I don't want to pay for the gas, but, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so that's, it's just strange, but I'm getting a lot of writing. Yeah, we, so that's good. We don't have boy scouts and Kean only had the one soccer practice, which I'm pretty bummed about because I really enjoy watching him play sports. Um, so yeah, we just, we just hang out at home. I've had to, I've had to go out a couple of times this week and I'll talk about that. Um, but I don't have any plans to go out. Luckily here we have Instacart. So I can just order my groceries and they're delivered to my door. 
Um, we, I, they used to bring them in and set them on the counter, but now they just put them outside the front door and then I bring them in, wipe everything down with Clorox wipes and put it away. And, uh, so I don't have to go out. Um, so I, I think we have that kind of a thing here, that Instacart here, but I actually haven't tried it yet. I don't um, think you have it there though. I think that the closest one to you is that giant Eagle in, um, what is that? Howland? Yeah, but I think Shop and Save here in Newton Falls will actually deliver. Oh, okay. I think it's something they're, I don't know if they're doing it for the Rona, but um, <laughs> I think they're, <laughs> I'm going to use that now. I think they're, um, I think they're doing it now um, just to keep people from having to leave their house. So, and I'm yeah. looking, I'm looking through a text message chain with my friend Tim to find out what that other Tim's name was. Cause I know I mentioned him in there. I can't find it. Is so he older or younger than you? I think he's about the same age. I think he's younger than me. Maybe your age or older than you. I'm not sure. He, he would have graduated there maybe was a, 93, 94. There was a Tim Snyder. That's it. That's him. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's yep. right. Tim Snyder. Let me just <laughs> Facebook hair. that one. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that's him. I just found him on Facebook. He's oh, friends okay. with T Tim, my friend Tim's wife. So yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's class um, of 93. Yeah, so I would see him. Um, at the Chick-fil-A and chat with him briefly every now and then. And it was always fun to walk in and have the other manager just go breakfast bowl. And I'd be like, yep. And I walk into the sub place now and Nick, he's like, what's up, Jerry? Uh, uh, you know, and he just names off the sandwich that I eat. Buffalo yeah. chicken, no banana peppers. I'm like, yep. And I just walk over and sit down and wait. It's, it's a weird life that I live. Um, You're like you know. Cliff Clavin or Norm. You're like Norm. I, I think I'd rather be Norm than Cliff. Probably. Cliff's kind of an although, idiot. Although, to be fair, I'm more like Cliff, I think, in my life. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I might be. Um, no. All right. So that's a long time of chatting before we actually talked about our books. So I'm going to just Why people right. listen to us. You think it's about us? They don't care about the writing at all? Yeah. I think the okay. writing bores them. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I thought <laughs> my boring things up at this. Listen, <laughs> my... I've been quarantined for a long time with a nine-year-old. I just make yeah. stuff up by this point. <laughs> I figured my boring life would bore them, but you're saying that's the, the thing that excites me most is what bores them. This is weird. This is like a bizarro <laughs> world. Uh, I am actually up over the last week, though, 3,788 words to 57,283, which is a really big jump for me, and I attribute it to the sprinting thing that I've been doing, which I really am enjoying. Um, I also had a really good week on the MailerLite. Uh, I think BookFunnel is amazing, and it, I'm up 45 subs from last week, up to 393. And to take advantage of that 393, I sent another email out this morning that I'll talk about in a little while. Um, I've been watching your word count for the last three or four works, uh, weeks sit at 79,000 and whatever it was, waiting mm -hmm. for you to break 80,000. And I just want to know, mm -hmm. did you finally break 80,000? Draft three is at, drumroll, I'm going to try to drag this out as long as possible. <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did she do it on Christmas vacation? <laughs> I'm sure that's great Draft three is up to 81,738 words. <laughs> Yay, I raised my arms in, in celebration for you. I'm very happy about that. Um, so it wasn't moving because I wasn't writing a whole lot the last few weeks. It was kind of rough. But anyway... So as I've been revising the chapters in draft two and sending them to mom, I copy and paste them into draft three because when I get the edits back from her, I revise them in draft three. So that way it all matches. Does that make sense? I know it's a little confusing. I understand. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm going to do a, a, a stats on, on mom. I think that that's kind of important too, to see where she is versus where I am. She just finished chapter 19. Um, so I have about four chapters sitting there. I think um, that after I finish all of my revisions of draft two, I'll go back and um, catch up to get draft three over to mom. Um, the next chapter that she has is chapter 20 and that's the first sex scene. Um, and I have to admit, my palms are a bit sweaty thinking about my mom editing it, but we're all adults, right? I will say that, that I have a kissing scene in chapter five of my book. And yeah. I was the same way asking her to edit that. A so, kissing scene. Yeah. It was literally just a short kiss and that's all it was. Wow. You're and a prude. 
I know I'm horrible. <laughs> and, um, and, and to, I'm, I'm curious what you, like you, you were writing it. It's fine. But were you thinking about her editing it as you were writing it or was it more? About I when was you sent actually. It? Yeah. And, and what's funny is in chapter, uh, I want to say 24 is the second sex scene. And, um, I, there was a word in there that I just really did not want to use. And, um, it flowed well, like it made sense with the story, but all I could think about um, is what she came out of my brain and um, it wasn't the F word. Um, it, it was describing male anatomy. Um, and I just, I just, so I took it out and I changed, I like redid this whole paragraph so that I wouldn't have to use that particular Word. Wait, 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 wait. Did you change it because you were afraid of her reading it and editing it or because it didn't work in this? If it worked, you got to put it back. Uh, -uh. it's, it, it's still good. Like it still works. Like okay. I made it so that it still works. Um, I just, I just couldn't. And, and not only that, but yes, there is sex in my book, but I don't want it to be crude sex. I don't want it to be 50 shades of gray sex. Um, I want it to be a little classier than that. And it's not really a classy word. Um, so I just, I, I had to take it out. I had to take it out. Um, but you know, in chapter 20, there's no crude words. Um, there's, you know, some, some, what <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know what to say right now. Yeah, I can talk um, about the facial expressions you're making that you don't know what to say right now. Yeah, like I use the word climax. Okay. And thrusted. Sure. So um, I, I, my palms are a bit sweaty, but again, we're all adults and mom does a very, very good job um, editing and I'm sure that this will be, the, I think my biggest fear is for her to read it and go, Jesus, do people really do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not have sex, but I mean like the details that I put in there and then I'm going to be mortified. Yeah. Yeah. My I, palms are to... sweating. Seriously. Right, right now. <laughs> yes. You, uh, you have to make it for the story. So you, yeah, you have to not worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> And um, here's what you could do. You could change the word. And then when she sends it back, change it back. So just put the word pee pee. <laughs> sure. Right. Yes. Put, yeah. Put, yeah. Something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I changed it and I think it's really good. Like I've okay. had two of my friends read it just to make sure it didn't like change the value of the story. And they agree that it's still like really good. Um, my one friend says that um, I have a real knack for writing sex scenes. Good. I didn't ask for any details on that. So I'll just go with it. Anyway, moving on. Maybe you could um, write like the uh, uncensored version and post it under a pen name and just see if it makes any difference. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have 117 active subscribers and six unconfirmed. So that's a gain of one active subscriber since last week. Um, and all, well, five of the six unconfirmed are like the Netherlands and other countries. So it's just odd that they're, that's what they all are. So yeah, it's, it seems to be, uh, that happened to me too, where I would get them and they'd all be this, from the same country. And you, the Netherlands was a big one for me. And, and I'm guessing that's just a bunch of spam that came in. I don't know if, I don't really understand a, how that works. Like, is it one person with a lot of email addresses just um, spam. And it's not just, I'm guessing hitting you. It's like, it's like these little bots that go out over the internet, look for yeah. email addresses and then send. But I don't understand the, the end game there. Like, okay, they get you to now send them emails once a for month. For what about, purpose? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Are they going to then attempt to like spam? Are they t checking to see if that email is legit? And if it is, they add it to their credit card scam. I, I don't really understand how that works. I don't know. I have three from the Netherlands, one from Austria and one from Norway, and then one from the U.S. I don't know who the one from the U.S. is. I do have one friend in Norway, but the, the, um, email address it doesn't match up with like her initials or her name in any way um i don't know 
anybody in the Netherlands and I don't know anybody in Austria. So we, okay. So remember when we were in London last year, two years ago, um, remember you went to the dinner with me the one night and right yeah. across from us was that girl. And she was from Austria, I believe now oh. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's not her, but that's the only person. That's the first person that came. Do you remember her name? I have no idea. Because this looks like it's a name. I'm not going to say it here on the yeah. podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to leave those six hanging out there. And, you know, maybe a year from now, I'll delete them or I don't know. We'll see. But that's where I am in my stats. My glasses are dirty and I keep seeing like this weird fingerprint while I'm trying to, it's really distracting. I, apparently it is. It reminds me of, there's an episode of um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, the, the movie was called Riding with Death and it was from the 70s. It's really terrible. And there's this scene <laughs> where the three or four of them in the beginning of the movie are like, well, I'm only telling this, this to give you time to clean your glasses. And you're already done, but I'm going to just continue <laughs> to tell the story. Um, there's this scene where like three or four of them are walking around in this like control room and the one guy takes his glasses off and he's just cleaning them. And for like the next 10 minutes, he's cleaning his glasses. So the guys that are doing the mystery science theater voices are just commenting. Oh my God, my glasses are still dirty, still dirty. And just overall. And then like <laughs> later on, he shows up in the movie and one of them says, just let me clean my glasses first. And it just makes me laugh. Anyway, that was a ter- <laughs> That was a Cliff Clavin story right there. But go ahead. You can go ahead and continue on with your. Yeah. Good you talk. So anyway, oh. Monday. <laughs> Um, Monday I taught one class. Um, I had multiple conversations with Kean's teachers about the schoolwork that needed to be done and just trying to figure out, um, more passwords and programs and how to get into these different programs. Um, and then I spent the rest of the morning, um, kind of making a Kean's homework, my work schedule, because I have a pre-order date of June 9th out there. I have to get this book done and I can't let this quarantine affect my writing. You know, I I still have to be a writer. Um, So I made a nice little schedule, which you'll probably pick up on as I go. Um, Oz woke up pretty unsteady on his back legs. Um, For those of you who might be new to the podcast, Oz is a little Karen Terrier. Um, He's my little my little old man. Um, and he's been having some issues last September. Um, his, his kidney function was really high. He had pancreatitis. Um, and we went through this whole ordeal. Uh, so Monday when he got up, he was kind of tipping over to one side his back end just wasn't real strong. Um, so, and then he started vomiting, which was terrible. Um, so I took him to the vet that afternoon and they did blood work and they found that his kidney function was elevated again. And he did have pancreatitis again, just like last September. So they gave him a subdermal fluid injection, which is basically like dialysis for dogs. It's not something that you can do for humans, but basically they just put a little needle under his skin and they um, do like an IV drip kind of thing. Um, and then that helps flush his kidneys. Um, they said that the only issue with his back end was um, arthritis. So they gave me some pain meds and anti-nausea meds for him. He also had um, eye infections. So I have some drops for his eyes. Um, And then they gave me the bag of fluid and a few needles. And I was to do the subdermal fluid injection every three days. Um, So then Tuesday, um, I had one class. In the morning, we worked on key and schoolwork. um, And then I worked on my uh, diamond painting, my book cover diamond painting. And then Oz was doing a little bit better. Um, Still not great, but a little bit better. Um, Wednesday, I taught three classes in the morning. And then we also worked on Kean's schoolwork in the morning. And then I edited chapter four in the afternoon and sent it over to mom. And Oz was about the same. Uh, Thursday, I taught four classes. We worked on Kean's schoolwork in the morning. I worked on the diamond painting in the afternoon with the little break to take Oz back to the vet for a checkup that morning, I did the um, subdermal fluid injection on him and he handled it well and it was fine. Um, They did blood work again. His levels were improved, but they weren't great. Um, And they said I would have to do that at home dialysis forever. Um, Friday, I taught four classes. Um, We did key and school work in the morning. After five in the afternoon and sent it over to mom. Oz was doing okay. He was still pretty stable. Uh, morning, yesterday morning when Oz woke up, he was still pretty unsteady on his back legs. 
and he didn't want to eat, which is really weird for him because usually he's dancing under my feet waiting for me to set his food down. And then he scarfs it down in like 20 seconds. Um, but I sat with him and kind of coaxed him to eat because I put the pain meds in his food and I wanted him to get the pain meds in his system. Um, but at that point when he didn't want to eat, I thought I'm going to have to take him in on Monday and he probably won't come home. Um, just kind of preparing myself for that. Uh, so throughout the day, um, I took him outside to go to the bathroom, but he just wouldn't go and he hadn't gone all day. Um, and then at one thirty, I carried him out. And when I set him down, his back legs were kind of extended straight and really rigid. Like I could bend them, but it took some muscle. So like his muscles were really, really tense. Um, so I held him up by his tail to help him stay upright to go to the bathroom, which is what I had last September when um, he had the, um, the ACL tears. Um, but his back legs stayed under his body and he just drugged them. Like he couldn't even put weight on them. Um, there were some things going on in his back end that I won't talk about. Um, but basically it's similar to a prolapse. Um, his eyes were watering. He was panting uncontrollably and shaking. Um, so I knew this was it. This was, this was all he had in him. Um, so I took him to the ER and, um, they, they gave him the magic injections and at three o'clock he crossed over that rainbow bridge um he was 15 years five months and six days old he lived in six different states he chased countless birds squirrels roadrunners and deer out of all of our backyards over the years and um he was best buds with both my kids so he had a nice long life and that's that um yeah it was you know kian had a rough night last night um, this is the first kind of death other than fish that he's had to deal with. You know, Oz has been around since before Kean was born. So Kean doesn't know life without Oz in the house. So it was a little bit harder for him, um, you know, being so young and, and not having the experiences. Um, I FaceTime with Jeremy and Paris yesterday and we talked about it and they're doing okay. Um, I, I think because they're not at home where Oz is, it's a little bit uh, different for them. Um, so yeah, so that's where I am with that, with Oz. Um, he, he's definitely not feeling any pain anymore. And, and I don't feel like I jumped the gun and I don't feel like I waited too long. I, I feel like it was perfect timing, um, but it needed to be done. I don't think that he would have made it through the night had I taken him in. So yeah, that's a um, rough one. That's a rough decision to have to make. I remember doing that last year in October Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I talked to Jeremy, he said, you know, I hate that it happened I'm glad that it happened while I was gone because he didn't want, you know, he doesn't want to be here. He didn't even want to get another dog when we got Ollie. I really had to talk him into it because he's like, they don't live forever. It's so hard, you know, but for me, all the years that you get with them outweighs, you know, the loss of them. So sorry, my earbud fell out. Um, so today um, we're doing the podcast. I'm going to be doing laundry. I'm going to revise chapter 26 and get it over to mom for editing. And um, I should probably clean my house a little bit. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, and since you're there more. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because I want to get the book done. I want to get the diamond painting done. And I'm, you know, I'm on this schedule of every other day, you know. Um, and so it takes up a lot of time and with doing key in schoolwork and parenting, my days are really full. I see a lot of people saying, you know, now that we're stuck at home, this is the time to relax and do all of these things. And I'm like, relax. I have more work now than I did when Kian was in school. So yeah, I got to say, I am tired of doing the dishes. It's yeah. It's cause I eat almost every meal at home. Like I cook all the time. And yesterday, um, Friday, I went to the sub place and I got an 11 inch sub and I ate half of it Friday and then half of it yesterday. And I was so happy. I didn't have to worry about cooking. Um, <laughs> and then I did an hour on the treadmill last night, which was nice. And then I had French toast afterwards. So that worked. Oh, okay. Well, you worked yeah. for it. I did. I did. Yeah. So, um, my, my weeks are, are not quite as exciting because it, they're pretty much the same every day. I mean, I was, I got up, I was going to get up early and write early and then take the dog for a walk at lunch, but I think it rained every day last week. So I got mm. up at, I got up at six 30 every day, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, actually fr Thursday, I got up at five, um, which was a big mistake. 
Um, I, I wrote, I worked from, you know, seven to 1130. I wrote from 1130 to one. I did the sprints. What I would do is just go to YouTube and just type writing sprint. And I would find, and, and usually there's a, there's a, uh, author Kate Cavanaugh who does a bunch of these. So a lot of times I would find hers and I would, I wanted to, I wanted to watch it from the beginning. So if the sprint didn't start until like six minutes in, I wanted to see the first six minutes as if I was part of it because I wanted to feel like after it was over, after the 15 minute sprint was over and, and they were talking about it, I wanted to feel like it was a thing. It was what I was doing. It wasn't just an excuse to, I mean, you go to a YouTube video, you fast forward to the sprint and then for 15 minutes it's silent and then the sprint ends and then you pause it. It's like, what did I just watch for 15 minutes? I just watched somebody write and I'm like, no, I, I need to feel like I'm actually part of this. So it worked out really, really well. Um, that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't, do you remember my whole spectrum debacle from the week before where yeah. I opened it a couple Sundays ago, they gave me the Latino package. They turned off my internet. I was on hold with them like Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Uh, the guy came Friday and then I realized on Tuesday that I wasn't getting a lot of the sports channels. Okay, so the Latino package is something I hadn't said yet on the podcast. So I realized this past Tuesday that they didn't give me, I didn't have ESPN, ESPN2. I didn't have like NBC Sports and Fox Sports. Those are the only channels I want to put on right now because I'll just put, I just want something on my TV and I'm tired yeah. of the weather channel. I usually put the weather channel on in the morning and just mute it and then I could just look over at it while I'm working. But I want something and I, a lot of golf. I've been watching a lot of old golf tournaments because I like golf and I love rooting for Tiger Woods and, and they show a lot of his tournaments where he was doing well. And I really like watching this. So, but I wanted something else. There was some college football on that I could just throw on there just to have football on, just to be able to look over at my TV and I don't care who wins. It's muted. I don't care about the score. I just like to have it on. So I realized Tuesday, I'm not getting all these channels. So of course you, I, I call it spectrum again. And was on hold. It was, a, I think it was an hour and 45 minute phone call this time. And they transferred me four times. And what happened was they gave me the Latino package for some reason. I don't know why. They gave me, it, the quote was $138 a month. I was already paying 102 for my cable, my internet, and then the online a la carte package that was like 25 bucks. And I was paying for that. So this was only like $30 more. It got me a, a lot more channels and, I, and it got me a DVR and I was all for it. Well, it turns out they gave me the Latino package. No idea why. So when I called that Sunday and I said, I want the silver package, the Spectrum silver package, they A, turned off my internet 24 hours later, and then B, gave me the wrong package. So finally, I, I, I got to the per, a, a fourth person who I, I was not in the best of moods by now. I've been dealing with this all the time. It's way too much over the last two weeks. And finally, I just said, you know what? Let's just cancel everything keep my internet and just can't, I'm tired. And I think I said to her, I'm tired of dealing with you guys. I'm tired of calling you and spending two hours a night. I have better things to do. Just let's cancel everything. Well, she wasn't taking no for an answer and I was really getting annoyed, but she said, how about we just take you back to what you were before the DVR, which was the $25 a month. And I said, yes, that's fine. Let's just do that. That gets me local channels. It gets me the weather channel. It gets me, you know, TBS where I can watch the office and ESPN and all that stuff. So I did that. And at one point she said, well, it's going to, well, the reason I did it is because when I realized, when she realized what package they gave me, she said, I said, no, I wanted the spectrum silver. She said, oh, that's going to be like $204 a month. And I was like, no, that's not what they quoted me. She's like, well, they quoted you a price with your internet off. And I don't know why, they, I don't understand what these people, this, this is the worst customer service I've ever had in my life. And I've dealt with a lot of airlines. This yeah. is the worst customer service I've ever had. So by the end of the phone call, she's like, okay, your new bill is going to be $130. And I said, no, it should be 102. And she's like, well, you still have the DVR. And I said, I'll unhook it and send it back. And she said, right, once you do that and they get it back, your price will go back down. Now, I don't believe her. I don't believe yeah. that my price is going to go back down. They're the worst company I've ever dealt with in my life. Spectrum people, stay away from them. They're awful. And I'm sure most of you people are out there going, yeah, I knew that. I could have told you that, which is what <laughs> a friend of mine said to me when I told her all this. But you know, until everybody says that, if I said to you, I have AT&T and I like it, oh, I hate AT&T. And if you tell me you have Verizon, I'm like, dude, Verizon sucks because I had them. It's just, that's how everything is. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so that's, that was my spectrum Tuesday night. And I'm so happy now I got this stupid DVR just sitting on my coffee table, ready to get sent back, but I have to go to a FedEx place 
to, to there's a FedEx place literally right down the street from the spectrum in, in Niles. Mm-hmm. And I said, can I just take this back and drop it off at spectrum? She's like, well, you know, we're trying to limit our, our customers to 10, 10 people at a time. And I'm like, yeah, it's fair. I, I'm okay with that. I'll walk yeah. into the FedEx place and just hand it to them at some point and say, here, send this back. And it's literally, you know, a quarter of a mile down the street. Yeah. But I don't, I don't care. So at some point over the summer, I'll deal with this TV thing again, because I, I'm going to want football again. I also yeah. don't get sports time, Ohio. And as much as I'm not a huge baseball fan, I do like having the Indians to watch every now and then. So once all that stuff comes back, I'll deal with all that. I'm just right now, I'm just taking a break from dealing with these stupid if, if I could get five more channels on this spectrum thing I have, I think I'd be happy. But right now I don't have TV land and the Andy Griffith shows on there. I don't have a couple other channels I'd like to have. So Andy Griffith uh, is on Netflix too. Oh, is it on there? See, yeah, but you and I talked about this before. I don't want to have to pick what episode I want to start with. I just want to put the channel on and whatever episodes there, I'll just, I'll, I'll have it on. Right. Mm. That's, I yeah. just put it on and then let it go through the seasons in order. Oh, really? See, I, I, yeah. Okay. That's what Maybe I do with I'll the office that. too. Um, see, you should see if FedEx will come and pick up now that they're trying to keep people out of their stores, they might do a pickup for you. Yeah. That's a good idea. I didn't think of that. I'm going to open FedEx.com on my internet right now on my computer. So I don't forget that's yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, because then, then you won't have to, A, drive all the way out to the Niles, even though you miss driving for some weird reason. I do. Plus, um, I can go to, maybe I can go to Hothead Burrito and get myself a take home because I haven't been there in like two months. So Then you have to start your quarantine count all over again. That's true. It'll be like the, the safety places at warehouses where it's like we haven't had an accident in this many days. Yeah. I need to put that on my, you know what I need to do is I'll put that on my, I have a whiteboard with some empty space behind me. I'll throw it on the whiteboard and just say quarantine one day and then I'll have to cross it out every time, so. Yeah, like uh, like Jim and Dwight. Yeah, exactly. Days of no nonsense. And then also, do you guys have like Grubhub or DoorDash or any of those? Yeah, we have DoorDash and they're all over Newton Falls. So that, yeah, because a lot yeah. of places here are delivering for free um, because of this. They, they still want you to, um, you know, buy from restaurants, but they don't want you yeah. going in t- to pick it up. Right. Well, I went to that, the, I went to the sub place and there, what he does is he just has the front door open. Mm-hmm. I remember a few months ago, it was January. It was really hot out one day. And I asked him like, why do you have the doors open? You have the front door and the back door open. And you know that plaza that it's in? It's in the giant, the shop and save plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, he said, oh, because it gets really hot in here and we don't have the best air conditioning, whatever it was. So now he just has the doors open every day. So you don't actually have to touch the doors. So literally yeah. the, only, the only contact you have to have is when he hands you the pen to sign, I'm thinking maybe I'll just take my own pen in. So just the bag, the bag they hand you is the only contact I have to deal with when it comes to them. And I really like that. And I like that place anyway. It's the subs. Are, I haven't gone to Subway in I don't know how long because I love that place. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope he does well because there's not a lot of people in there whenever I go in there and I hope they can stick around for a while. It's good food. Yeah. Um, and, and so my, I might try the DoorDash with the, that big D's burger place that we have. Oh, which, that place is awesome. Yeah. I've only been there once. Yeah, me too. When I was there, uh, when I was in Ohio in October, um, we went there for dinner and oh my gosh, it was delicious. Yeah. Their burgers have won all kinds of awards and, and I've only ever been there once. So I might. And, and, and did you graduate with the owner? Ron? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I think he's a year older than me, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to check that place out. So this week might be more uh, ordering lunch in and having or like i ordered pizza last week because i hadn't had pizza in a while and i might get pizza today too uh so that you might see more ordering out of me than than all this cooking that i've been doing because it's just awful yeah then you have to go to the well, store over and over again yeah we've been ordering when i say we i mean anna and i this is our, our little bubble family right now um at least every other day we've been ordering in which does cost a little bit more but we don't want to use up our stockpile of food because we don't know how long this is gonna so yeah. we want to support the local restaurant you so yeah i walked in and my bill was like 13 15 i just handed him a 20 and said keep the change because it's the same thing like i just want to support him and make sure they're around when all this stuff stops because anyway so that's a long that was a really long story definitely order from big d's because we want them to be around yeah i have to do that so thursday thursday i got up at 5 a.m i don't know why i wanted to try to write in the morning and then walk the dog but it was raining and i ended up just staying up um i did not write um at all. I take Thursdays off anyway to do yoga. So I figured ah, I could just take Thursday off. No big deal. Um, you'll see why it's a big deal when I get to my news. Um, Friday, 
Uh, I did a, I didn't do a sprint on Friday because I'm in the middle of taking two chapters from book one and rewriting them now from the other character's point of view. And it's like 6,000 words. So I copied both chapters into my, my novel or software and just have been going through it paragraph by paragraph, rewriting it from her point of view, skipping stuff that need to be skipped or adding stuff where I needed to add stuff. So that's been a chore. I've worked on that yesterday and Friday, and that's been a chore. Once I get back through that, which I hope, I'm going to try to do it today. Once I get through that, I'll be able to do some more sprints. Um, I expect to have a lot of words done next Sunday when we talk, um, which is good. And then yesterday, yeah, yesterday I just continued to edit. And then you know, I just jump right into my news. Um, yesterday, I, I really started thinking about um, when this book is going to be ready. I want to come up with a date. Um, I came, I was going to do June 9th, honestly. Um, but <laughs> that's yours. So that's I ended my up going, pre-order date. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going with June 23rd. Um, now here's the thing about June 23rd. It's, you know, what, 11 weeks from now. And yeah. in order for me to release it on June 23rd, I have to get it to an editor before that. So I emailed my editor. I hadn't talked to her in a few months and I know she was in the UK and I wanted to make sure she was okay. Uh, her and I have had weird email conversations uh, where we talk about TV shows and, and <laughs> more than just an editor, uh, a customer relationship. We've actually chatted a little bit. So I was want to make sure she was okay. Um, turns out she had left the UK and gone to South America uh, before all this stuff happened, which is good. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, and I said, okay, I want a date. Let's set a date where I can send you my book. How about May 23rd? And that's what we're going to do. So, or no, May, May 25th. So that means I gave myself seven weeks to get this book done which I'm like 80% of the way through the second draft, maybe a little bit less. And once I get through the second draft, I have to go through it again because a lot of the sprinting I'm doing is first draft sprints. Yeah. So I really have to start buckling down and working every day on this and not being lazy like I was yesterday because I, I worked on it yesterday a little bit, but not as much as I could have. Uh, I need to get it done. So I kind of created a plan where um, as soon as my cover is finished, which is sometime in May, I'll put a pre-order up for June 23rd. Um, I will send it to the editor on May 25th. While it's there, I'm going to create the previously on lost page on my website that catches everybody up who read book one, where all the characters are. Uh, I'm going to set up a, a bunch of email countdowns. I'm going to do a Kindle daily countdown from that week, the week of June 23rd, get that set up. Um, once she sends it back to me, I'll go through it. Like I did the first book where I read it out loud and I use Grammarly. I'll get the, into book funnel and, uh, by June 16th, because on June 16th, I want to send it to everybody on my email list for free. So if you're on my yeah. email list, you get a free, I, I'm I, every day that I think about the fact that I said I was going to do that it disappoints me. Like, I don't want to give it away to 400 people, 500 <laughs> people, but I will say that, um, in Mark Dawson's 101 course, he suggested doing that as a way to get people on your email list. And I got to be honest with you, I have 393 people on there. I didn't expect to have that many people on my email list. And if I can get to 400 or maybe 450 by the time book two is available, um, that's a really good solid base for book three. Yeah. I'm going to charge probably 499 for book three. And I think book four is a big one. I might charge 399 for book three. And I'm definitely charging $3.99 for book two. I'm going to keep book one at $3.99. So maybe a lot of people who, who are on my list who didn't buy book one and they're not in KU, maybe they'll buy book one for $3.99 or maybe they'll download book one and read it. Um, so I hate the idea of giving away book two like this to all these different people, but I do think it's a good In the long run, it'll yeah. probably work out better. Yeah, big yeah. picture. Yeah, because I think the, the, the rate from people who read book one to book two is actually, you know, it's, I think it's like 60%. It's, it's not a huge number, but the people who read book two, it's a huge number that go on to read book three. And then book three to four is even bigger. So yeah. um, if I can get them hooked on the first two, maybe that means when book three comes out and I'm not giving it away to anyone, uh, maybe that means that I can make some sales on it. So yeah, that's that plan. Um, what else do we have here? My Facebook author page is up to 102. So it's up five from last week. And I'm trying to figure out, I've posted something each of the last two weeks. And I'm thinking, should I post something today? I think I should. I just don't know what. It doesn't have to be book related. It doesn't have to be, try to, please buy my book. Go read my mm -hmm. book. Maybe just personal. Just mix it up with something personal. I don't know what. Um, my group promos, my prolific works, it, it ends on Tuesday. Um, my subs stayed at 46, but my claims went up to 98. So I had three people claim it that didn't give me an email address. I hate that. Uh, Story Origin also runs through Tuesday. I've gained a total of 47 subscribers from Story Origin. 
And then Book Funnel goes all the way to April 12th. And I mean, Book Funnel's only been available now for two weeks, two and a half weeks. And I've already had 99 downloads, which is amazing. I'm very happy about that. Um, with all those different new people on my mailing list, I sent a newsletter this morning. I had kind of two goals with this newsletter. Goal number one is to let all the people know who joined, let's say from Book Funnel, that you can still get free books through Story Origin or prolific works, same with story origin. So I want to let all those people know, hey, if you came here from one place, the other two places have free books too. And that really doesn't help me at all, but it helps all the other people that are on those lists. If I can get a couple people to go over there and I'm hoping that other people are doing the same thing. Maybe this weekend they're sending out emails saying, you know, hey, this, this, this um, will quit in a couple of days. There's no more freebies. Go there now. And then maybe those people will download my books. So that makes Sorry. sense. Yeah. I was talking a lot there. Um, and then lastly, <laughs> I sent, a new, so the newsletter I sent this morning, I did it with an A-B test, a split test like normal. The first part of it went out at 8 a.m. It went out to 90, what I write, 98 people each. So, so subject line A went to 98 people and subject line B went to 98 people. And it, it's amazing when you look at these stats, um, the, my two subject lines, version A was, isolation is a strange thing. I want to talk about me and I want to let people know that I was going to talk about my isolation. And I think isolation is probably a pretty hot topic right now around the world. So my guess would be people will actually open this email. Version B was last chance for freebies, meaning here's a bunch of free books. Um, version B last chance for freebies was the winner by far. And I've noticed in all of the AB split testing I've done mentioning free things wins over everything else. So yeah, Going forward, I'm probably going to still do some split testing just to make sure, but just mentioning free stuff is always the big winner. Not only does it get people to open, but it also gets clicks. I'm looking at the results of right now, 15% opened the last chance for freebies, 7% opened the isolation is a strange thing. So um, it's, it doubled it. 10% clicked the last chance for freebies, whereas only 4% uh, clicked on the links in the isolation one. So it's more than doubling. So right now, if you, if you're doing an email, uh, out to your newsletter and you've got free things you can link to, um, maybe set up one of these story origin or this, this book funnel book funnel is not free, but story origin is free right now. They're still in beta mode. I don't know how long that's going to last, but go to story origin and just get in one of these group promos and do a, do an email to your subscriber list talks about freebies and a, you're going to get more subscribers and B the, the, the people who open your email, you're gonna get more of those too. So um, I, I, can't, I can't stress that enough. I remember when I was sitting in Scotland last year at that bar downstairs talking to um, a few people, I think Fiona was one of them, um, Paul Teague was definitely one of them. And they were telling me about these email promos and I didn't really understand. I remember Fiona saying something like, every time I do it, I get like 100 email subscribers. I mean, I had 150 emails back in December and I've done a few of these now and I'm up to almost 400. So this is going really well. I think this is how this is supposed to go. And when my book two comes out, I'm going to see my sales go up and I'm going to see my email subscribers go up. I think, you know, I'm not going to get that instant, you know, million dollar book that yeah. there are a few people out there that get that instant bestseller, number one big thing. And they'll post in 20 books. and I'll be like, man, why couldn't I do that? But I actually think that I'm doing the, this, the growth that you need to do to get where you want to go. So I'm really happy with yeah, that. Slow and steady. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, that's my news for the week. Um, what, uh, what do you have going on? Um, not, not a whole lot as far as news goes. I'm going to put out a newsletter on Tuesday. Um, and since my marketing plan is shot due to this whole everybody staying in the house. Because of the Rona? Because of the Rona. Um, yeah. You and I are different. You know, you like to stay home. And, and I do like to stay home, but I'm definitely more of an extrovert than you are. And um, Let's see here. One day last week, I think it was Monday, I got a call from, so our insurance company has these different programs. And because Kean has asthma, he qualifies for this free, it's totally free, where they send um, information on asthma. And then I have this nurse and she calls me every month and just kind of checks in, how is Kean doing? Do you have any questions about the information I sent you? And since I'm fairly new to asthma, it's, it's been really great because I, I just, I'm learning a lot um, just from this nurse calling me. And um, she said, when's a good time to call you next month? And I said, well, I work from home, so you can call anytime. She said, oh, what do you do? 
And I said, well, I'm writing a novel and she's a big reader and she uh, swaps books with her friends. And so all of a sudden she's subscribed on my newsletter. And so it's, it's just things like that. You know, um, I take Keen to the orthodontist and I have three people asking, what's the name of your book? When's it coming out? Um, and I just ordered these business cards. And then two days later, everybody has to stay at home. So um, I was thinking about, and I'm interested to see your opinion on this, um, in my newsletter saying, hey, my marketing is shot. Like I need, I need your help here to get my name out. Um, so send me an email if you are interested in getting maybe 10 business cards to hand out to your friends who are also readers. Um, and then try to expand it that way. I have no idea if that would work or not. I think it would probably get you subscribers. It might not be like a fast growth type of thing. Yeah. It might be one of those things where you send somebody a business card, they give it to their, they give it to their friend, their friend joins your subscriber list and then your book comes out and maybe three months after your book comes out, you get some, um, Kindle reads, page reads, and you really don't know why. And the yeah. why is probably because they told their friend and now their friend downloaded it and read it. So that could be something that is like a long-term yeah. type of thing to do. Like if you send out to 10 people, 10 cards, I wouldn't expect very many people to sign up in your mailing list in the next week or so. You might yeah. get a few, but that could be something that helps your page reads down the road. You just don't know. Later, yeah. And you know, everything is kind of like, um, uh, I, I feel like the world is changing because of this pandemic. You know, um, we have restaurants in my little town that never delivered before. And all of a sudden now they're offering free delivery or things like, you know, FedEx and UPS, they didn't do pickups like they're doing now. You know, they've really expanded things and, and the way people are running their business is changing. And I feel like I have to change the way I run my business as, as well. And since I don't have any books out and I'm trying to get people who want to, or who, who might enjoy my book, I, I have to change the way I do it. So this was something I was thinking about um, as far as like a, a, just a little marketing strategy. And I don't think that it would cost that much, you know, for a postage to send 10 business cards to, and, and you know, I have 117 people on my mailing list. I might get two that email me and say, yeah, send me some business cards. So I don't think it's going to be a huge expense, you know, but it's a, it's a, just another way to get my name out there. Um, you, al- you also may get someone who owns an independent bookstore who will put those cards on their desk and you just don't know it. Like that's one of those things where like, whenever you go somewhere and you're talking about your book, you never know who you're actually talking to. Yeah. And this, there could be this one person out of a million that you happen to talk to who could change your life and you don't even know it. So I don't yeah. think any of that stuff ever hurts. It's a good experiment. Um, you know, if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't take up a lot of your time. Then I say, do it and see what happens. And then report back to these, to the podcast. Maybe there's somebody out there who's thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I go to um, the post, I only go to the post office once a month to check my PO box because um, nobody sends me anything, <laughs> but I want to check it just in case. Um, the last time I went, I had about 15 pieces of mail and they had about four different people's names on them and none of them were mine. So it was the previous owners of that post office box, which is kind of disappointing, but still cool to open up the post office box and see a load of stuff, you know? Um, so when I go to the post office to check my, my box, I can <clears throat> certainly just go to the little self-serve kiosk there and, um, send a few business cards out. So that's really the only thing I had in my news. Um, I see you, ha- you still have a running list of future things to do. Yeah. I mean the, the things that I want to do now, and some of these are actually going to be more important because of book two. Um, I want to create that web page. I want to try to do a newsletter swap. Uh, I still want to get this Patreon set up. I still feel like I can get, you know, 10 people to pay me a dollar a month. Um, and then what I would do is just hand out my free ebook every time. If you're on the list, I would hand out the ebook to you. And I would also put you in the back of the book as a thank you for being a Patreon. I think I can get people to do that. Um, I just, it takes that Patreon page is a, it's a bear to set up. There's a lot of things you have to fill out in terms of the description about everything. And I just haven't taken the time to go through it. So I need to do that. Um, but that is something I would like to have set up, but by the time book two comes out, 
Again, even if I can get just, honestly, if I can get 10 people and they're just 10 of your friends, I, I don't care. That's how my mailing list started. <laughs> so I might as well do the same thing. Um, That's how your Facebook page started too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, yeah. So I think I want to do that before book two, but it, that's a lot of stuff. And I, I have seven weeks to get this thing done. So I can't take away from the writing because the writing is going to take, it's, it's going to take some time to get, get where I want to get by the time I have to send this to an editor. So, yeah. Um, I also have on there the recording of the first chapters and then get my book up on the website to sell autograph paperbacks. Um, you know, Caro sent me that email. Um, Boy, when was that? About a month ago on how to do that. And I just haven't taken the time yet. I need to do that too. So those are things I want to get done more long-term, but some of them are actually becoming short-term now. So what about you? you? You never have anything on this list. Do you actually have anything this time? I do. I have a few things. Only one of them really is, is book related. I want to finish draft two and this diamond painting, which I believe draft two should be finished. If I can keep up with my every other day schedule, um, April 5th, I should send the last chapter to mom. And then my diamond painting would be April 15th, um, which I want to put a picture of it in the show notes because this is, it's a big diamond painting. I can't even remember how big it is. I'm looking at it now. It's probably like 18 by 24. It's kind of a beast. And when they, when they sent it to me, the, the cover that goes over it so that you don't get like dust and stuff on the sticky part, it was already cut into five sections long ways and then I, I I take that back it's four sections long ways and then I do five sections short ways so I'm doing one section per day anyway I think when if you post it on the in the show notes you might be able to see what you're what you'll post is 10 sections finished and that's halfway done um so I think April 15th, I'll be done with this diamond painting. But after I finish um, the, the second draft, I'll go back and do the revisions from mom's edits. And then I'll start sending her the third draft, which I'm really hoping that that goes faster, that she won't have as much work to do in that one. And that maybe we can get, you know, five or six chapters done per week um, because it's just going to go that much faster. So that's kind of my plan um, uh, with the book because I, I have in my head when I want the book to go to my beta readers, when I want the book to go to my editor, um, when I want to let the book sit for a few weeks before I go back and read it out loud and do the last minute changes before I upload it um, into Amazon. So fingers crossed I can get this on time. Um, I also need to do my city taxes, which I've been putting off because I hate it. Um, I have this aloe plant. And when I got the aloe plant, I found out that you can snip off the leaves and bury it in the soil, and then it'll root grow. And so I thought that'd be great. Plant a, a few clippings for Anna, and then she'll have an aloe plant at her house. Um, and then about six weeks later, I bought a pot. And I've had this pot, I'm looking at it right now, my dining room table. It's been sitting there for about three weeks, empty. So I need to get these aloe clippings planted for Anna because it's just weighing on my shoulders at this point. Not because she wants it, but just because I said I was going to do it. And then um, also this week, I am going to be getting the um, guest room ready for Jeremy to quarantine. He'll be home soon. Um, and he has to stay in that room all by himself for 14 days. So, um, I bought a TV. I'm going to put the Xbox up there. Um, I also bought an Amazon fire stick for the TV so he can watch some shows. Um, I'm going to set up a card table and just have snacks and, um, things like, you know, cup of soup and oatmeal. And then I'm going to put our, uh, tea kettle in there so that he can boil water and he can make some snacks by himself. I'm going to put the mini fridge up there make sure he has plenty of water. Um, clothes basket, you know, all the things that he needs for, for two weeks hanging out there. So that's something I'm going to get ready um, this week. And those are my things to do. If, if he, if he's looking for someone to play Xbox games against the, you know, that you can play multiplayer online stuff, let mm -hmm. me know. Cause I have one sitting here and I, now that I'm at home all the time, I kind of want to fire it up and play a game. I'm not much of a huge gamer, but I do like playing games. So if yeah. he comes up with something, let me know. And I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, to play. I'll, I'll I'll mention it to him because he'd probably like that. I figure at some point, you know, Kean's going to be sitting outside the bedroom door with the chess board and they're going to be FaceTiming chess. 
because that's what they like to play together. So yeah. we'll have to do it via via FaceTime. So um, I don't have any addictions this week. Do you? So I, I always have little addictions of things that I find. I'm still stuck on like all the coronavirus stuff on YouTube. I'm watching all the stuff about the drugs. I love watching the hydroxychloroquine stuff because it looks like that's going to be something that that is going to really help. Um, there's a there's a guy a white whiteboard doctor I think is his YouTube name, and he um he does updates every day more than one in fact, and um, they're not like the disastrous depressive stuff that the news does. It's more about the, the virus itself and how it replicates and what they're doing to, to try to solve it. And he goes over some of the numbers and I love the numbers. I'm always going over the, the website where I'm the, the coronavirus update page where I'm looking at the number of recoveries. I was very happy because this week, the number of recoveries jumped ahead of the total deaths in the U S and that's a good sign. Um, so I'm always looking for the positive side of it. But I will say that once I got rid of Spectrum, um, I had to go back to looking for something in the evening to watch that wasn't on cable. And there's an app, this Pluto TV app. You can go to the website, Pluto.tv. Oh, my dog's crying behind me. Yeah, I heard that. He must have seen something outside or because or, he's outside and he just came running back in. There must be a dog out there. Um, Anyway, so there's, a, there's an app. You can go to Pluto.tv, but I have the Pluto TV app downloaded for my Roku, and there's tons of free TV on there. And, but, but every channel on there is like one show. So like there's a one day at a time channel that just shows 24-7, one day at a time. And there's all these different just random shows. Like I like it because I have Rift Tracks and MST3K, which I watch a lot. But there's also a show um, from, from the UK called Midsummer Murder. I think it's Midsummer Murders or Midsummer's Murder. I'm not sure which. But it's basically like an Agatha Christie style murder TV show. Um, and it's had a ton of seasons. And it's on 24-7. And I've been watching that lately, which I really like. Um, so yeah, that's, those are kind of where I'm at right now with, with my addictions. Nothing really- I'm surprised. I'm surprised Reese's eggs aren't still on there because, I mean. I think, it, okay, so do you know how on Wheel of Fortune at one point, they just started giving R-S-T-L-N-N-E oh, yeah. to the person, and then the person had to pick new letters? Yeah. Reese's eggs to me are like my R-S-T-L-N-N-E. Oh, it's okay. Like, just assume that that's part of my addicted to every week, and I shouldn't really have to say it anymore. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then when Easter comes, I'll be, I'll be so disappointed when Easter comes because then the Reese's eggs go away and- <laughs> You better stock up. Yeah, You'll be we'll stocking have, uh, Reese's eggs like everybody else stocks toilet paper. Yeah, no doubt. I wonder if they would be okay. Like the, the Shop and Save has packages of six in boxes and they always have like one box. There's always like 30. Or, I wonder if I just took a box. Yeah, you can buy a box. Okay Maybe I'll do that. Mm, okay. And then you can freeze it. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to go to Chick-fil-A like on a, on a, in the morning and, and get like four or five of their breakfast bowls and then bring them home and freeze them and be able yeah. to eat this. I just haven't done it yet because I don't want to drive yeah. to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still afraid of other people touching things that I'm going to touch. So yeah. Understandable. So anyway, that is, those are my addictions. Um, what's your week looking like? Um, so Monday, tomorrow I have one class at six and then we're going to do key and schoolwork in the morning, diamond painting in the afternoon. And I need to compose my newsletter. Um, Tuesday I have one class at 5 AM key and schoolwork in the morning. And I'm going to revise chapter 27 to get sent over to mom. Wednesday, I have two classes in the morning. We'll do Kean schoolwork, diamond painting. Kean has an orthodontist appointment at 3.15, and then um, he gets allergy shots right after that. So I'm going to have to restart my Rona countdown. Um, Thursday, I teach four classes. Kean will do his schoolwork in the morning, and then um, revise chapter 28 and get it over to mom. Friday, I teach three classes, uh, do Kean schoolwork, diamond painting, and then um, Friday is Anna's birthday. It's the big 4-0, so I'm going to make oh. dinner for her. Um, I just talked to her this morning. I said, hey, what do you want for dinner? And she said, how about steak and asparagus? And I was like, okay, we can do that. I, I'm not that person that has found like the perfect way to cook steak. Like Some people are really, really good at it, and mine always turns out yucky. So I'll probably just order from Outback and have it delivered <laughs> so that her 40th birthday, she can actually have good steak. Um, so I haven't told her that yet. Maybe, maybe I'll order it and then plate it. Like I'm the one that cooked it. We'll Absolutely. You have to do that. Yeah. Of course she listens to this podcast. So, um, spoiler alert. And plus yeah. if you were to like put a blooming onion on the table, I think she might figure it out. <laughs> she would figure it out. Yeah. Um, Saturday I'm going to revise chapter 29 and Sunday podcast laundry and diamond painting. And while I was talking, I just realized that it's technically key in spring break and his teachers don't expect him to do any schoolwork this week. Um, I might have them do just a few things every day just to kind of keep up with it. And I also need to get back in the gym. Gosh, it's been way too long. 
So I'm going to try to fit that into. That's my okay. week. <laughs> um, mine is just as repetitive as yours where I'm going to get up at 630 every day. I'm going to work from 7 to 1130. I'm going to write from 1130 to 1. I'm going to work from 1 to 430. I'm going to do the treadmill afterwards. And that's going to be my week. I mean, that's Monday through Friday without, you know, without yoga interrupting things on Monday and Thursday, without bowling on Wednesday or go- golf on Tuesday. Without kids. Much, well, yeah, I mean, that's easy. <laughs> um, I might even just take a nap every now and then. Oh, shut um, up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Saturday and Sunday, I'm not sure yet. Saturday, I'm going to try to keep writing with this with now I have a deadline of May 25th. Um, I need to make sure I don't want to, if I was in college, I would wait until May 24th to even start. And then I would do everything and then turn it on May 25th and probably get an A. But um, yeah. with this, um, I have to make sure I write as much as I can early on so that I'm not cramming it later on. So yeah. Um, any, and that's, that's pretty much my week. That's, and that's the end of the podcast. Do you have any, do you have anything else? No, I don't have anything else. If, if anybody has any, um, brilliant marketing ideas during this pandemic, please feel free to email me. <laughs> there's a, there's a, so there's a, a, a YouTuber by the name of Derek Murphy, who I've met and talked to a few times. So I'm speak at the 20 books thread uh, shows. He has a, a video up that it keeps popping up onto my, you know, suggested videos called how to market during a coronavirus. And then in parentheses, it just says don't. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm no, not, I have to market or my book will flop. Yeah. Um, okay. So you can contact me, uh, Jerry at Jerry My website is Jerry Find me on Twitter and Facebook just by searching my name. My Facebook page is Jerry Evanoff author. And for all the other ways you can contact me, just check the show notes. Uh, you can find my website at lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash author, Instagram at author, and Twitter, evanofflindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 